Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Changes can be made, and how can the bombers write the rocky ship? All this and more on today's episode of Pinstripe Talk. All right, welcome back to another episode of Pinstripe Talk. I'm your host, Eamon. Joined by my co-host here, Anthony. Um, how are you doing? And then how are you doing? And how are you, you know, taking in the struggles of the Yankees right now? Well, I enjoyed the series in Baltimore. Obviously, the sweep there, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but the Houston series has been heartbreaking these past few games. And uh, let's hope we can write that ship and write it soon. But we got to start today with. Uh, even some more unsettling news with the news yesterday that Luis Severino will be shut down for six more weeks because of a lat strain. Um, let's, let's get into this. Yeah, I think uh, with Luis Severino going down, it is a little bit of a concern now. I think before we knew he, he had an injury with his shoulder already, um, and he was going to be back in May with when, you know, Aaron Hicks was going to come back. We were going to get two guys back. We were going to be a little bit more healthy. And now pushing six more weeks back, it's, it's now it's a little bit more serious. I think it was serious before, but now we're really seeing that this could be a potential injury that, you know, he only plays half the season. Um, so this is, I'm very worried for him. Um, I hope he could come back. I, I, no, I hope he could be the Severino he, you know, uh, has been and how we remember him as. Um, but I hope this injury doesn't hurt him in a way that he can't come back and do what he's been doing. Um, but we do have a guy that could potentially take his role now that we know he's not going to be here uh, for another six weeks. Um, Gio Gonzalez is another option, and he did pitch in a AAA game. I I don't know how many days ago, but I did hear that he did very well in it. And looking at his history, the guy, he doesn't miss starts. He's a guy that, you know, plays out the whole season. And I think he would be a great candidate to bring up. Uh, we would have to figure it out with what, how our rotation is right now, but with, you know, Severino going down, bringing up Gio Gonzalez could be a really good thing to do. Um, we could see how he could work with the rotation um, with uh, with uh, Domingo Herman and <clears throat> Luizica. Luizica, 
you know, last start didn't do so well yesterday. Um, so we could be seeing stuff being made there, but I think the move for right now is really seeing if Gio Gonzalez is the move for the Yankees and seeing if he could take over that role. Yeah. With, um, Seve's extended injury now going from early May to, uh, what, six weeks is going to put him to, um, mid to end of June, uh, which is unfortunate. I mean, hopefully it's, hopefully it's only that long and not even longer than that. But, um, with Seve being out that long, uh, it's almost a guarantee. You'll see Gio, um, you'll see Gio in the Bronx, um, sooner rather than later, probably, by his uh, well, Gio has an April twentieth um, opt out. He could opt out if the Yankees don't bring him up. I think the Yankees will bring him up. Uh, he did pitch very well in his last Triple A start. He gave, he, uh, gave him one run in six innings, um, so he had a very very good start. His first start was very bad. Um, I think he gave up eight runs <clears throat> in a short amount of time, but then he gave up uh, one in six innings. So he uh, he definitely righted the sh- uh, righted the ship as far as his uh, performance in Triple A has gone. So. All that coupled with Seve's injury, I believe you'll see Gio in the Bronx pretty soon. Um, Seve's injury is concerning. I'm not going to lie. Um, he's the ace. I think he still is a, a very dominant starting pitcher whenever he's whenever he's pitching. I think he can go toe to toe with any team's ace. So losing that for a while is um, is is bad. It's it's no. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat things. It's bad. But um, the guys we have now. Um, Paxton, Tanaka, Hap, um, and Herman, with Sabathia coming back soon, um, that really pieces together a good rotation. And it, with uh, with the way Domingo Herman's been pitching, it's not like it's going to be um, um, it's not like it's going to be any uh, detriment to the team to have him pitching every fifth day. Actually, having Domingo Herman pitch as well as he has kind of throws a monkey wrench into the fact that um, you can see. Uh, Geo up because if the Yankees believe that that uh, Herman is the real deal, they could just have Herman pitch. Personally, I think that having their veteran like Geo is uh, is better for the team. Um, ride the hot hand while you have it. Herman pitching well, and um, and I uh, I think that'll be uh, I think that'll be advantageous to see Geo here soon, uh, filling in for Sevy while he can. Obviously, no one's going to be Sevy, but um, <clears throat> but I think uh, people will fill in. Admirably, and uh, for our full Yankee fans out there who think Yankees had terrible pitching and the Yan- Yankees are, have great offensive bad pitching, no, their pitching is not that. Their pitching is phenomenal. Their starting pitching is good. It's it's pretty good, and their bullpen's amazing. Even though we'll get, we'll get into their struggles a little later, but people have been telling me Yankees can't win the World Series without an ace. They can't win the division without the ace. That's that, that's an un, that's an uneducated opinion, and I I. I, I challenge you to look at the rest of the rotation the rest of the bullpen and the offense this team has more than enough to win the division more than enough to win the world series yeah uh, i do think um domingo herman i think he he's been well i think one of actually better probably better than well he's been one of our best pitchers uh, so far and going off of what we saw last year, his little bit of him struggling, I think, you know, look, seeing him do really good in the beginning of the season um, is great. I think he now is an option to, you know, stay in that rotation. And I, I really like that. 
Um, and I'm also really liking how Masahiro Tanaka is kind of being the guy that we saw when we first got him. He was like, he's really taking that ace role and doing it really well. And I'm really happy to see that. We're kind of seeing Masahiro Tanaka in the like playoff mode Tanaka. And I'm really liking, uh, I'm really liking that look at of him. Uh, I think he's taking that role well. And I'm, I think when Seve comes back, it's going to be a little, it's going to be dangerous for if he keeps it up, it's going to be, that rotation is going to look really, really good. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is. I, I will say this though. Um, <clears throat> I, the, the inevitable question will come up. Well, now that, um, now that Severino's hurt, you should just go, the Yankees should just go out and spend money and, and go after Dallas Keuchel. Well, Dallas Keuchel is not the end-all, be-all. He's not Cy Young, um, one. And two, I mean, the Yankees can win without him. It's not as if the Yankees need Keuchel. The Yankees don't need Keuchel. They have Paxton, Tanaka, Hap, Sabathia, and Gio Gonzalez, if need be, or Herman, or Luisa. So it's not like they have nobody past their five. Their five would be including Seve, obviously. But they have options. They have guys to go to. So they, um, they aren't in the most dire of straits. Yes, losing an ace is unfortunate and, uh, and, could, be, uh, and could set the team back a little bit. But it's not the end of the world. It's not going to disrupt the Yankee season by having them be an under 500 team. It's not the, the world's not on fire. They are going to go to the playoffs, and they're going to be a damn good team. Now, and, and, he is not, and hopefully, he's not done for the season. He'll get him back in June, and, he'll, and hopefully he'll pitch as well as, he, as, well he, as we know he can pitch. That's a big if. Um, these lat injuries that is, uh, are, <clears throat> are tough, but... If he comes back and he, and he has no more setbacks, then he'll be back in June and be back for the stretch run. Um, and uh, this team could have their ace back uh, and pitching well, hopefully during the season. And I believe that'll happen. And I believe you'll see Gio. And I, I'm not ready to put the white, to raise that white flag quite yet and, and to, to say the season's over because it's not over. It's you're not you're not even. In the, you're not even in the middle of April yet, so this team has a long way to go. A lot of things to uh, to, to prove. A lot of injuries to come back from, but um, Seve will be back hopefully. Uh, Stanton's coming back soon. Hicks back soon. Um, a lot of other guys will be coming back relatively shortly. But Tantus. So uh, we're getting some reinforcements, and uh, we will be a, a full, a fully operational Death Star very soon. Yeah, um, I don't. I do agree with you. I don't think we need Keuchel. Um, we have, I, if we get him, we have too many people. Because um, Severino's going to come back. He's not, it's not a Tommy John type injury where he's going to, he's going to be out for a year and we need, really need people. Um, like we, like you said, we have Herman, we have Loisica. Those guys have been doing pretty well, except for Loisica last night. But, you know, those guys have been doing decently well for us uh so far so I think you know the Yankees 
right now the rotation is looking is is doing well um for what it for what we have right now um and our you know the rotation is not even healthy so i think you know with severino out gio gonzalez should get uh, a look and um be called up pretty soon i would say and um hopefully you know do really well for us but what we have right now with the rotation i think is perfectly fine um you know we're not really i feel like we're that's one of our stronger ends of the team is the rotation even though it doesn't look like it is uh a you know on paper it doesn't look a strong suit but you know they're doing very well and i'm i'm really happy about the starting pitching uh for the yankees I'm happy with starting pitching as well. Um, I really, I'm, I'm just not that down on the as, as for as unfortunately as they've been playing the, the series um, in Houston. People forget they scored 15 runs against the Orioles, and we'll get into that in our next segment about the Orioles series. But they, they know how to score. They know how to play. These, this team's full of professionals. When I, when I hear Yankee fans clamoring because that's what Yankee fans do. I, what I've come to realize is I've gotten older, um, and, I, and I go to more baseball games, and I watch more baseball games, and I see more, more about Yankee, the Yankees and their fans. One thing I've realized is that, and, and, this, and people can get on me all they'd like about this, a, a large populace of Yankee fans, I'm not a fan of. They're, they, they, they clamor for, for the, the highest price for agents and then say their team is terrible when they don't get them, they, they, they immediately jump to conclusions um, saying how the season's over when, um, when, when we lose a few guys to injury and knowing they'll be back very soon. So it's, it's annoying to see all, all these, um, all, all these, woe is me. This, this team's terrible. I, I my Yankees, they, they're, they're just so bad. No, they're not bad. Uh, so things will be fine. Things will Definitely shape up with this team. They're a deep team. They have a deeper rotation than almost any. Te- they have a deeper rotation, more than more so than almost any rotation in the American League. So things will be fine. Things will shape up, and the Yankees will be a uh, a, a, a dominant force very shortly. But uh, with that, we have to end this segment. Um, we're going to go into the Orioles series uh, up next. But uh, we will be back shortly with uh, with that segment. Hello, it's Tim from the Amazing Mets podcast, where every Thursday night we talk about the New York Mets. Come join us this Thursday night from 6.30 to 7.15 Eastern Standard Time, where we will talk, be talking about Travis Darnot and his comeback to the major leagues after a tragic injury early last season. We will also be talking about Todd Frazier and Jed Lowry's comeback to the major leagues. We will also be going over the struggles in the Mets rotation and how we can make it better and how it will affect our future. We will also be opening up our mailbag for any fans who have questions about the New York Mets. You can get Sal and I's thoughts on the Mets. I'm going to let you guys go back to your show right now and just make sure to tune into the Amazing Mets podcast this Thursday from 6.30 to 7.15 Eastern Standard Time. Welcome back, everybody. Um, yep, welcome back. We're gonna, we, 
we're going to go into um, that, that Baltimore Orioles series that Yan- had Yankee fans smiling for a hot minute. So uh, tell me what you thought about that Yankees-Orioles series in Baltimore. I think it was a very well-played series. I think everything that the Yankees needed kind of happened. Um, uh, Glaber Torres, he he had, uh, I think he had one game where he just was red hot. I think four for four, a few home runs. I mean, I think he was the youngest player to do uh, to do it. Um, and I think Joe Joe DiMaggio was the last person to. So I think it was in the Yankees organization. I'm not sure if it's uh, all of baseball, but I know I did see that, and I think that really was great for Glaber. I mean, he's been on to a hot start lately, and I think that series really went well for him. And he, he, he it wasn't just that one game. It was basically the whole series. I mean, Clint Frazier also, you know, he had a few good home runs. He was red hot for, for that whole series and he did play very well. And I'm really happy he's getting a chance to play up here. Um, despite his, his little issues last night, um, in the field, but I think, you know, he's doing, he was doing really well. And I really like to see that. Cause I think he was a guy that he deserves to be up here I really I hate seeing him play in Triple A ball when he should get a chance to play up here. So I think that was really good to see. And one of the the Sunday uh, game where we saw Gary Sanchez hit three home runs, uh, th- you know, three I think he was maybe three for six, six RBIs. I mean, that is just great to see as um, what we saw last year from him. He batted one eighty two and really struggled the whole year. So I'm re- I really like the offense. I think it was really good. And I think the pitching was good in that series. I think we did, I think we did well. And I think we really didn't take that into the next, into this series, the Houston one. But um, for that series, I think we, we played, we played a lot better than when we first played them uh, in the opening series. Well, we clearly played a lot better in the opening series. We lost the opening series, and we swept this one. So we played them great this series. I mean, we scored 15 runs on the Sunday game, um, six on the Saturday game, and then the Thursday game we scored um, we scored eight. That's that's a lot of runs in three games. Um, with Paxton, Adovino, and Herman getting the wins in those games respectively. Um, it was what you want to see out of the Yankees. Now, uh, Glaber... Uh, went off in that series. Hit two, hit two home runs on Thursday. Um, he hit a um, another home run on Sunday. Uh, Gary obviously had a uh, had a home run in the, in the Thursday game, and then three of them on the Sunday game. Frazier with three home runs in the series. Romine had a home run in the series. Um, Judge had two home runs in the series. So the the offense went off. The um, the ro- the rotation was good. Paxton pitched. Okay, Paxton pitched pretty well after the first inning of his of his start in Baltimore. He he went five and one thirds, four runs, which doesn't look good, but he he he, he pitched better than it looks. Um, Herman pitched a great second game, and um, Herman pitched a great third game. I'm sorry, and um, Frazier had a huge home run in the second game of the series to give us the win with a three run home run in the eighth inning. So it was well timed offense. It was good offense. 
It was good rotation. It was a good bullpen. Everything really went well for the Yankees in that series. Now, obviously, you're talking about playing probably the worst team in baseball, the Orioles. But still, take t- take everything for what it's worth. They they really pummeled um, a bad team as they should. Which, if you're, if Yankee fans remember from last season, Yankees tended to play to the level of the competition. And the first two series of the season against the Orioles and the Tigers, kind of like they were doing that again. They kind of looked like they were going to go play to the level of the competition. They kind of looked like they were just going to toast against the bad teams and then really play hard against the good teams. Although playing the Astros right now, we're not playing them very well. Um, hopefully, we can turn that around. But that Orioles series really had a lot um, of positives with very many home runs. I mean, Yankees had seven home runs on the Sunday game, which uh, was just phenomenal. Second, second most home runs they, they, uh, as a team they've hit in the game. Uh, twice, they've hit, twice they've hit uh, eight home runs. But um, the Yankees really put everything together um, in, in that series in Baltimore. It was uh, it, it was. Very happy to see coming off that that uh, that disastrous Tiger series. Yeah, um, I think they they did what we've been talking about: um, timely hitting with runners on base, and they did that. I think they did they did great with that. Um, I think that's what they've been struggling the last the Detroit series and the last time we played Baltimore. Um, so I think the timely hitting got got better in that series, but it's not well. We we hope for it to continue, and um, we don't know if it will. I mean, the off the lineup is always changing because of the injuries. It's been a little wonky, so people are coming in and out. But I think now that it's settled down, I think the Yankees are locked in, and they they could focus more on the offense and get, you know, hitting than having one day somebody's in and another, a new person's in for that position. And now we have to, you know, think of what, where the lineup will, how the lineup will be set, be set up and stuff. So I think the, the Yankees uh, moving forward could, um, could definitely, you know, pull things in and, you know, get their offense together with even missing Stanton and uh, and Duhar and Tulowitzki and all and Hicks and all these guys. I think they could still do it even without them. Um, I mean, we still have Judge, we still have Gary Sanchez, we have Glaber Torres. So I we do have enough to keep this offense going. We definitely have enough to keep this offense going. This offense is is truly one of the best offenses in baseball, even without Giancarlo Stanton, without uh, Tulo and Didi for a little bit. I, I, uh, I really believe in this, uh, in this, in this offense. This, this team is too good to, uh, to just roll over. And speaking of rolling over, no team, even, even the Orioles, even as bad as the Orioles are, no team is going to roll over and die. Um, <clears throat> in the face of a good team. They're just not, even if you're as bad as the Orioles. Um, they really, uh, they really, I'll they, believe, they don't believe that they could win, but they, they're just certainly not going to sit over and ensure and, and their bellies and lose. Um, <clears throat> so every team has pride. So to see the Yankees really come in and destroy that team, uh, it was good to see. And um, also in that Orioles series, it's good to see that, um, Clint Frazier is going to start, it looks like. 
Um, it, it looks it looks as if Clint Frazier is going to start at least for now, obviously with the injury to Hicks. Um, so he'll be he'll be playing left field and Gardner will be playing center field, while Stanton's hurt as well. And um, I think it's, if Frazier keeps playing the way he's been playing, I think he's going to take Gardner's job and Gardner's going to transition to a backup role. He probably should transition to a backup role. Um, having Stanton DH, Frazier play left, and um, Hicks play center field when everyone's healthy um, just makes more sense. For a better team with Frazier on the field, Gardner is not a young man anymore as far as baseball player goes. Still a young man in life, but as far as baseball player goes, on the wrong side of 30. And he, um, he, he, I think he should be uh, a backup player. Cause, and also just look at how he's played. He's, he hit two home runs on Sunday. He had a, he had a big three-run home run on the, third, on, the, uh, on, the, on the Saturday game. So he's really proven he can, uh, he can play in big spots. Now, also in that Orioles series, you had Gary Sanchez completely go off. He had four home runs in the series, three in one game. Um, and if anything, that proves that last year was simply an, admir- an, ab- an aberration. It was just an injury-riddled season, hurt his shoulder, hurt his legs. So last year was just a fluke. Gary Sanchez is the real deal. Gary Sanchez is back to playing like Gary Sanchez, and he is an invaluable member of, of the Yankees team. That being said, he's not in the lineup tonight, but he's a catcher, so um, <clears throat> so he'll be he – just, he's just having an off day. He's getting rest like all players should. Um, but Gary is back. Frazier's playing well. Um, Judge had two home runs. So everything you wanted to see out of the Yankees, you got to see in that series, and that just proves that this team is – is really is, is firing on all cylinders despite losing these last two games to the Astros. The offense, I believe, is firing on, on all cylinders um, despite how the uh, the bullpen has been pitching as of late. Yeah, I I love how Clint Frazier is actually getting an opportunity to play. Um, and if he does, I do agree with you. If he does keep up what he's been doing, I think. Brett Garner will take a role of a backup, and I think that's completely fine because I think he's a great backup. Um, For some teams, he could be a starting outfielder, so I feel like he would be a great backup for, you know, Clint Frazier or whoever wants a day off. Um, I think Stanton, if that does happen, he will eventually be the DH um, for most of the for most of the time, so I think how it's shaping up right now is it's looking good for the Yankees. Obviously, they haven't they've haven't been really they've been a little wonky right now, um, but I think you know they're they're starting to figure things out, um, and I'm really liking to see that um, despite some struggles that we're still having, but. Um, yeah, I'm really liking how the team is looking with with these injuries, but um, we'll have to see how they go, how what the Orioles series was, who they've you know replaced with the injuries, how that's going to go forward. Um, now that we basically have a good idea on who's um, going where and who's going to be, you know at third, at, you know, left, um, all those spots for, you know, a few, a few months now. So I think, 
it will it will definitely be interesting to uh, to watch the Yankees uh, with you know these new guys in here. It certainly will be, and I, I'm I'm really enjoying to see guys step up in in face of injury. Um, Giovanni Urshela played pretty well, uh, playing at third base while Tulo and uh, and Miggy are hurt. So um, guys just have to step up. It's next man up mentality. That's what the great Yankee teams of the 90s had. They had the next guy up. Someone goes down. Okay, I- I'm playing now. They had guys like Luis Soho, who uh, who took his job and played well because he uh, he was a backup, but he. Uh, he, he played well because he knew what his role was. And when Derek went down with a shoulder injury, he stepped up and played shortstop. So he, um, there was a, um, was a next man up mentality, which is what the Yankees should have right now. This, these injuries are unfortunate. They're not going to last for the whole season. Trust me. They'll be back soon. Um, and, they'll, and they'll be playing well to their abilities like they always, they always did. But as of right now, next man up. Next Yankee. If Andujar's out, he 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 go Gio Urshela. Try playing third base and uh, and and try and try play the best of your ability. You have guys like LeMahieu played very well. So, who's originally going to be a backup on this team? Who's been playing amazingly? He's he, at one point he led the American League in batting average. So he uh, he's playing very well. You have Clint Frazier playing very well. Um, so the Yankees really played well in Baltimore. They're going to play well going forward, hopefully. Injuries will be settling up soon. And um, the one aspect that the Yankees have to focus on right now, even though I didn't think we'd be talking about that very much, is the bullpen. But um, we will get into that more in our next segment. But as of right now, we have to go to break. We'll be talking about the bullpen in a minute. Hello, baseball fans. This is Blake here from the Rattle Up podcast, your go-to show for the Arizona Diamondbacks. This Friday, we will recap the D-backs' first two series at Chase Field this year against the world champion Boston Red Sox and the Texas Rangers. Expect highlights from the series, along with in-depth breakdown and analysis and our weekly awards. On top of that, we'll give an update on the, on the National League West as a whole and where the D-backs stand. All that, along with other general news and notes on this week's episode of Rattle Up. Friday, 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern Time. Make sure to stop by. Again, that is 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern Time. See you there. Welcome back. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yep. Welcome back. Yeah. We'll be hopping into the bullpen and, you know, the recent struggles and what's not just recent, but what the bullpen has been doing that is a little, I guess, worry, worrisome. Um, even with Dylan DeTantis just being the only guy really out of the bullpen, um, there has been a little bit of struggles with the bullpen. So let's, what are your thoughts about them? It's, it's been, un, it's been unsettling. It's been unfortunate. The guy I'm most concerned with right now is Chad green. Uh, he has a nine ERA. He's going to go three runs yesterday. Um, he, he really is the guy to, uh, as of right now, who has kind of been, un, who's been, I'm sorry, very unreliable. Uh, Chad green, what I've seen out of Chad Green is he's trying to throw more sliders and more off-speed stuff when his success throughout his entire league career up to this point out of the bullpen has been with his fastball, with the occasional off-speed pitch, the occasional slider or changeup. But he's been going to that a lot more, and I think he's trying to make himself a more well-rounded pitcher, 
which, hey, good on him. But if he's not pitching well because of it, then go back to the fastball. Go back to the fastball. He has not pitched well out of the bullpen. Guys who have, you have Tommy Kingley. Uh, Luis Sessa has a one two nine ERA. Uh, Jonathan Holder has not pitched that well. He had a run yesterday. Um, has a five four zero ERA. Stephen Tarpley is a six seven five. He really pitched a scoreless inning um, yesterday. So the Yankees definitely have um, some concern with Chad Green, which, I mean, is completely warranted. Zach Britton is, has been struggling. It seems like every inning he, he starts off with a walk. Um, he has almost no idea where the ball's going. His sinker moves so much, it's hard to know where it's going. Um, he's a three eight six ERA. Um, he pitched two days ago, gave up two runs in that game against Houston. Um, one guy who I'm going to, who I'm going to happily uh, praise right now is Adam Adovino. Yes, he got the loss in, the, in game one of the Astros series, getting up one run in one in the third innings. Um, but Boone has used him almost every day, it seems like, this season. He's pitched seven innings. I think he's pitched in, he's pitched in six games, seven innings, has a 1-2-9 ERA. So he's been very good. I'm not going to fault him for one run in that, um, in that first game in Houston. But like I said, Harpley. Green, Holder, Britain, all need to pitch better. And with Batances coming back soon, that should hopefully turn things around. Um, but the the, re, the real reason that the Yankees have had struggles in the bullpen is because, I mean, when you have a rotation that hasn't pitched as well as they can, you tend to overuse that bullpen. They tire very quickly. So uh, if the rotation can be a little better, then the bullpen can be a little better. It's all about ebb and flow. And if the Yankees can um, can get the rotation to be a little better, the bullpen will be a little better. But I think the bullpen will be just fine um, in the coming weeks and months. Um, but Chad Green and Jonathan Holder and Zach Britton have to get themselves on track a little a little more. Yeah, I I agree. I think uh, Chad Green maybe that was his second. I really don't remember right off the top of my head, but that might be his second game pitched out of the pen and he's still not doing well. I mean, he, he's one of those guys that we need him like now Um, with all these injuries, we can't have the best thing that is on this team. Not, not him specifically, but the bullpen is the one of probably the best, you know, it's the best bullpen in baseball. And with, a few guys struggling in that it's, it makes it hard for us to win games. Um, despite our offensive struggles, when our offense is doing well, the bullpen is struggling and that's, what's making us lose a few of these games that we should be winning. And it's a little frustrating looking at how the bullpen is one of our strongest things is just not producing. Um, Adovino has He's been a guy that's probably pitched every almost every game we've played, which is a little surprising um, that we had to go, go to him all for almost all of the games. Um, we have an elite bullpen, and he's a guy that's been pitching almost all of them. And I kind of feel bad for him because he has to do he, you know he's so good and he has to you know kind of pitch every pitch every game uh, after the starter. So I I think that's another issue 
Um, I'm not him pitching all the time, but I think, you know, he needs to get some rest from other guys have to step up and do something um, that I, I kind of could see one guy actually did step up and he brought it from spring into the regular season is Luis Sessa. I think he's been great out of the bullpen and, you know, he hasn't really looked like he's a, he's struggling. Um, and I'm really liking that, seeing that, you know, Batansis is out and he's one of our other stronger, you know, bullpen pitchers. And, you know, a guy like Sessa is stepping up, he's taking that role and he's doing very well. And I'm really happy to see that. But the regular guys in the bullpen, like Chad Green and Holder and Britton, I think they, they really need, they, they really need to turn this, you know, whatever's happening around and, do well because we have too many injuries to be having a bullpen that's struggling. The offense isn't clicking on time every once every other game. So the bullpen is an issue and it needs to be, it needs to be fixed because we can't have this bullpen be like this. No, we can't. And um, it won't be for, for much longer. Uh, but Tansis, uh, through to uh, the live batters um, uh, two, two days ago, so he'll be on, he'll be back relatively soon. Um, he uh, he bounced back well. He felt good with his with his arm, so he could possibly be back uh, within a week or so. Um, so it seems as if we'll be getting reinforcements of the bullpen. Sessa has pitched well out of the pen, and I think we will uh, be seeing um, better relief pitching um, coming out of the Yankees. Um, you got to remember last season, Britain was coming off of a, uh, of a Achilles injury. Uh, you had a lot of, uh, of guys not picture their, uh, their, their potential. But I think as far as this season's going, yes, they hit a rough patch the past two days, but um, it's an ad. It's, it, it's, it's really just an outlier. It, they will be pitching to the top of their game like they should be. Um, very soon, and and you could potentially see guys like who are in the rotation now, like like Herman. If Geo uh, if Geo comes to the rotation and uh, and Seti comes back, you could see and Sinatra comes back, you could see Herman out of the bullpen. So you could see another uh, another piece of reinforcement going into the bullpen and making it better. So the Yankees are um, are 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 going to get better as far as the bullpen goes. They're a good team. That's no secret. Every Yankee fan knows they're a good team, regardless of how much whining they want to do about injuries and not getting Harper and Machado and not getting uh, Keiko. They're a good team. They're going to be fine. Their bullpen's great. Their offense is great. And their rotation is really good. And, it could, and it's going to be getting better soon with the veterans of Bathia coming back. And um, Severino be uh, shut down for a little bit, but he'll be back hopefully in a, in a, in a, in a month and a half. So this team will be just fine. And I'm very confident in that. Yeah. Um, I'm confident that this team could do a lot better than what we're doing right now. Um, I think the injured, the, the injury list is just a little bit crazy right now. And the reinforcements that we are putting in are, you know, they're placeholders for the guy that is injured. But those guys that are there, they have to step up and do well. And I think, you know, they're doing well. The bullpen, 
it is causing a little bit of an issue for, let's say, last night's game. I am going to talk a little bit. We were winning that game 3-2, to and Britain started struggling. Adovino, he struggled a little bit, but I, I wouldn't be too worried about that because he, he has been doing really good lately. Uh, Holder had a little bit of issues in there, and then they brought in Sessa, and they basically cleaned it up, but it was kind of a little too late uh, for what happened. I feel like um, it just went from one disaster the next to the next. Uh, Holder to Green to Ottavino, where whatever that sequence was when they when they did bring them in, um, it, it just it was a disaster, and they they really it it really messed the game up. So I feel like. They're definitely not going to continue doing this. I do believe that Chad Green, Holder, all those guys, Britain, will fix this. Um, but right now, it's just a little bit of an issue because we could be we we could be winning. Our record could be a little bit better uh, if the bullpen wasn't struggling in situations that we don't need them to do this. But uh, they will. It will once we get Batanzas and all of the guys uh, healthy. Um, I think it will be fine. Um, I know, I think, I for, I don't know what game, but I know Chapman had a little bit of an issue, and we, uh, he, he did, you know, he was a little rough uh, in the one, one of the ninth, one of the games in the ninth inning. So I think it will all pan out. It's not like we can have a perfect bullpen every game, but uh, it is, we, we are noticing a little bit of a struggle uh, continuously throughout the uh the lineups, the the bullpen. So I think they'll be all fine uh, once it's said and done, but right now it's just a little bit of an issue. Yeah, they will be fine. And it is an issue as of right now, but uh, that it'll all clear itself up very soon. This team is too good. This bullpen is too good to be, to be struggling for, for too long. Um, some positive news on Yankee, uh, on the Yankee front right now. I have some, uh, some news from Meredith Morakovich on Twitter that uh, Miguel Andujar, uh, through 25 throws from 60 feet today. He said he felt better than he thought he would, and he's expected to throw him again on Friday. Uh, so positive news, uh, Yankee fans. Miguel Andujar has uh, re- uh, begun throwing again, um, and hopefully we'll get him back on the field, and he'll avoid that, uh, that shoulder surgery that could potentially end his season. So I wanted to uh, bring up some breaking news I just saw. Um, from the Yankees, some positive breaking news for once. Yeah, I think that's um, I think that's great to hear. Um, he's a big part of this team, and we kind of need him right now uh, with the the offense not really clicking a lot. So um, I think that's great news, seeing him doing what he needs to get done, um, and hopefully he's back here uh, before we know it. I completely, completely. Uh hope that Miguel Andujar will be just fine. I believe he'll be just fine. I think he'll avoid the surgery. I think he'll be on the field at some point. These are all speculations. I, I keep saying I think. I think and I hope that he will be back on the field very soon playing meaningful games because we need Miguel. We, we, uh, we really need Miguel. And uh, his bat is invaluable. So I, I hope to see that bat soon. But for all Yankee fans who are clamoring about uh, the Yankees being, uh, be, being terrible, Remember, the World Series champion Boston Red Sox are three and nine. We're five and six. 
we're both going to be just fine. There's no need to panic. The team that won 108 games last year is three and nine. They're, they're going to turn it around, unfortunately. And we're going to turn it around. We will be just fine. But with that, we had to wrap up today's episode of Pinstripe Talk. Uh, I think it was a great show. Uh, we, hit our, we, yep. we talked about the bullpen. We talked about the Orioles. We talked about Severino and why this team is going to be just fine. No need to panic out there, Yankee fans. But um, I have been Anthony, uh, my co-host, my co-host Eamon. Um, mm-hmm. So long. So long, Yankee fans. See you guys. Pinstripe Talk is produced by Benson Sexton. Pinstripe Talk is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. Be sure to give our host a follow on Instagram. Eamon at Yankees Network 99. And Anthony at AF Simeon 16. That's A-F-S-I-M-E-O-N-E 16. For more Pinstripe Talk content, be sure to head over to our website at BaseballPodcastNet.com. And be sure to follow the Baseball Podcast Network on all their social media platforms. Instagram at Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, at Baseball Podcast One. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-1. YouTube, at Baseball Podcast Network. And SoundCloud, at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to Finster Talk. We'll see you next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.